Merry Christmas, everybody, and a rock and roll new year. We're talking top of the pops. Hit it. It was 1987. A very special Christmas compilation album was released to benefit the Special Olympics. The Bangles sang A Hazy Shade of Winter for the Less Than Zero soundtrack, and the American version of Top of the Pops hosted a Christmas special with diverse musical groups. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. And joining me is a totally rad Christmas all-star and ratty winner from the Tubular Tinsel Tunes podcast. It's Dwayne Bailey. Dwayne, how's it going? I am going great, Jerry. Thanks for having me back on. And hello to everyone out there. Yeah, well, we got to get you another ratty, man. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm going to make it double. <laughs> Still waiting for my keys for the mansion. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. They're they're in the mail. They're in the mail. Oh, cool. <laughs> but uh, how you been? You know, what's going on? Yeah, been pretty good, been pretty busy. Um, I've uh, sort of started working on my Christmas display for this year with the, Ooh, with the lighting. Fun. Yeah, I was actually, Were you doing uh, uh, pixels or was it, um, yeah. okay, yeah, I thought it was a pixel. Yeah, yeah the pixel display. So I've uh, everything's handmade. So I've just made some nice. Coro stars, sort of about half a meter wide, or half a meter stars. Okay. Square, and they're going to go up on the roof. So I've just been working out a mounting system where I don't have to put holes in the roof. Yes, the to please don't, don't put holes in your roof. <laughs> no, no. So I've been messing around with um, rear magnets, you know, the rear earth magnets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so I put one or two of those up there and uh, struggling to get them off, so they're going to work well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're waiting. Uh, we've got about 90% of our inventory in. We're still waiting on um, a magnet cord. And oh, so, yes. so it should be coming in a couple of weeks, but yeah, it's like the socket cord with the magnets built in and it is strong. So yeah. uh, hopefully that'll, we used to use a clip that would just clip on the back of a socket and uh, they, eh, you know, they were okay. But uh, <laughs> so hopefully this will really help out with some of our customers there, but that's cool. That's always fun designing new displays. I bet you get a kick out of it every year. I do. I do. Well, this is my second full year using pixels. Okay. So last year, um, which I think a lot of people have seen the video because uh, I pushed it a lot on my Facebook mm-hmm. page and everything. And I'll put it on um, mine so, as well too. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just taking it up to the next level, adding just a couple of items because they take so long to build. Yeah. Um, they're quite time consuming, so I'm adding a couple more. Plus, if I go slowly, then my wife will give me permission to keep expanding. So. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we if always say. Too much at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and taking a bit of a different approach this year. Um, okay. Because the stars are up on the roof line and mm-hmm. my roof is green, I'm going to be painting everything green. Oh, so nice. through the day, they, there won't be these big white things, star-shaped right. things sticking out. Because my wife likes the idea of that Christmas didn't throw up on the house. <laughs> so, um, so everything will be camouflaged. Then at nighttime, it'll come to life. So we'll right see. on. That should work quite well. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Uh, thinking about any new Christmas tunes to put in there? Um, yes. Yeah, I have revamped last year's songs a bit more. Um, okay. as, I've, as my skill set has improved using the software mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to be using, we lost a lot of good artists this year, you know, musical artists. Right. So I'm going to um, see what I can sample of their stuff and do cool. a short show. Yeah. Just as a tribute. That'll um, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't started that yet. So. <laughs> That's, and that a lot of that is a hard part as well too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and as well part. as that, of course, uh, podcast takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And my drumming takes up a lot of time. And I'm glad to see that you're back into the podcast as well. I know for a while there with your knee and everything was kind of, uh, it it was your knee, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was my right knee. It was a bit touch and go. Um, My left knee actually also needs doing now, but it's nowhere near as bad as what the right one was. So, Well, that's, yeah, Uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of Panadol and um, the pain's gone. So this stage, early stages for that. Nice. Okay. Yeah, but they're looking at doing that early next year, which would be good. Okay. 
Well, I'm, I'm yeah. glad to hear your podcast back because it's always fun. It's always yes. super fun to hear yeah. like stuff I've never heard before, you know, by different artists. So I know. Um, and just the histories of, of the songs. Yeah. There's a lot of songs that I sort of never really used to give time of day to. And now mm-hmm. that I've researched them and find out how they came to be, they're quite interesting. Sort of gives mm-hmm. you a new lease on life of those songs. Well, speaking of songs, we're talking today about Top of the Pops. Yes, we are. <laughs> So this is actually a British show. Uh, it started in 1964 um, that, of course, we stole because we always steal everything from, <laughs> from across the <laughs> pond. Uh, and then we just claim it as our own because we're like that, unfortunately. But um, in this instance, uh, we we ran it only for, I think, like 20-something episodes. It, or it really wasn't uh, very successful here in America, except for this particular special It was uh, which aired in 19- December 23rd, 1987. And it was kind of done to coincide with the a very special Christmas album to promote that, mm. which was, um, you know, a, a benefit for the Special Olympics. So it was really interesting. There's a lot of cool, cool acts, although definitely dated and of its time. I was just going <laughs> to say, it's definitely of its time. Yeah. Um, that was never aired over here. So it was the first time I've seen it. Mm. But the album was released over here and it was huge. That's where yeah. um, a lot of the Second half of these um, of the special actually mm-hmm. came up on our radio stations over here. So um, some of them were familiar, some of them weren't quite so familiar. Right, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But when I started watching it, I thought, Jerry, I thought you're my friend. You're making me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not letting the cat out of the bag. But uh, yeah, it started off interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely yeah, yeah. I mean. Like I said, it's definitely of its time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything from the clothes to just the mannerisms. Uh, I like how some of them told a little story before they kind of yep. went, and we'll get into it. But uh, what's his name? Kenny Loggins was like just way off. <laughs> on, yeah. Yeah. On what the movie was about. <laughs> uh, it, it just it made me laugh. I was like, what are you talking about, Kenny Loggins? But I know it's like, yeah, I just wanted to put comments on the, on the YouTube. Video I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I mean, Kenny Loggins will never read it, but <laughs> same no, thing. I was exactly. Thinking, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was almost yelling at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Meet me in St. Louis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what the movie was about. Um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, there was like, uh, I mean, it was there was a lot of hits that came off of that a very special Christmas album. And mm. so, um, in fact, in this Top of the Pops episode, as they're kind of panning into their auditorium for the first time, you can actually see the cover painted uh, in the background on one of the stages, you know, in the sets, which uh, I saw it twice. The first time I didn't notice. And the second time I I did, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. And, (laughs) uh, you know, it's a really kind of tie it into it. And then of course they do mention it as well. Um, But I kind of want to talk about the album just really, really quickly. I'm sure you have the album. Not, not a physical copy, but um, I do have it as a Spotify save playlist. So gotcha. Yeah. Same thing. I have it. um, I, I, have it de- downloaded from iTunes. So, you know, it's same yeah. thing. I don't have, I want like an actual physical copy, but uh, I don't want to hunt one down at the moment. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was huge. It had like a lot of very famous eighties acts, the pointer sisters who make like a brief cameo in the, in the episode, um, the Eurythmics, Whitney Houston, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, they actually use the pretender song at the very end over the credits Mm. Uh, John Mellencamp, Sting, Run DMC. I mean, it's like you name it. And it's just like a who's who of like very famous 80s acts. And I think oh, exactly. they, they kind of made it like cool to do 80, to do like Christmas songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, some of those are standards today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we class them as modern standards compared to what's come out of the 30s and the 40s. Right. You know, and uh, like I say, especially the second half. Uh, of the special it's mm-hmm. that's what really sort of struck home with me so yeah 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 and there was some really uh i mean some great acts so stevie nicks was yep. in this uh of course u2 was there sting also but then they had like some some ones that weren't part of the official album but that i guess did were interested enough to not only appear but to kind of help out and promote special olympics as well so we have like michael mcdonald uh yeah. kenny loggins the bangles the juds which is yes. also very I, I wasn't expecting that because you know you think of like mtv you think of uh you know this kind of era and the juds were definitely country yeah. and everybody else on here is definitely rock 
much more rock oriented or rock and roll, I should say, oriented. So the Judds kind of stood out like a not a sore thumb because I actually really enjoyed their performance, but it just yeah, it was definitely an odd choice, I think. Yeah, and same with Run DMC. I didn't expect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until maybe last year, the year before. Uh, when the song was pushed quite hard on Tis the Podcast, I think it was Anthony was pushing it. Anthony, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had never heard of that song before. And then when um, it was, I sort of realized it's at the end of Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And I sort of start referencing it. And I've listened to it a few more times. And then, yeah, it was a surprise to see it on here. But yeah, it's definitely a um, a child of the 80s as well. It Yes, <laughs> it's, it's that early rap, hip yeah. hop kind of transition into, you know, what we're more expect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was never really a part of our canon, Christmas canon, you know, as far as music goes either. Uh, and I know a lot of people enjoyed it, but like in the Valley, you know, in the, the Rio Grande Valley there in, in South Texas, it just wasn't really a thing. No, no. Yeah. And same yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can imagine. Um, although it is also a part of that, a very special Christmas album. I just, I didn't remember it. <laughs> sorry anthony i know you love the song (laughs) (laughs) Um, the special so it was hosted by neo peoples um who i don't really remember from much else except for walker texas ranger i think that's really the only other thing i kind of know her from and even then i wasn't like a huge follower of that show so it was more like a i I know her from somewhere let me look it up yeah and then i looked it up i was like oh yeah she was in that show yeah well i knew the name um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I couldn't reference where I knew it from. And then when I Googled it, I was like, oh yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the show could have had any old host in that place. She didn't really add too much except just a, um, a usual smile and, and a bit of energy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It could have been yeah. just about anybody. Although yeah. she was rocking that, uh, that leather jacket, uh, you yeah. know, leather pant. I don't know what, what it would be. Power suit, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And the sort of. <laughs> Bushy, poomy hair. That's yeah, I think, yeah. Yes. The super yeah. tall, ridiculously hair with uh, yeah. all sorts of hairspray in it. <laughs> yeah, that's the eighties. That was definitely the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know what decade uh, decade this came from, uh, just looking at it would have uh, definitely given it away. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That hair right away gave it away. It's it's interesting because it kind of starts with the cold open where they they just kind of it's several of the acts just doing like little interview short, like, you know, clips, um, I guess sound bites would be a better word for it. Yeah. And it's like, again, Michael McDonald and John Mellencamp run DMC that, you know, the Bengals. And then it kind of ends with Santa with an electric guitar. And it kind of yeah. does that, that thing that they do in the eighties where it like fades to like, um, someone had sketched over it with like watercolor or something. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they have a, a new machine and they found some new features. So they, uh, yeah just that's exactly right yeah yeah Yeah. you're like oh wow look what this can do (laughs) yeah yeah it also which was very 80s it was was all over the place very 80s yeah i mean that's when they first started using computers and movies like tron you know you think of tron yeah uh, that kind of thing so it does make a lot of sense but at the same time it's like i think i saw that in saved by the bell somewhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) at least there's more (laughs) that's right that's right Yeah. yeah yeah just maybe back it down a tad yeah so yeah, we get the the intro, and then Neo Peoples kind of just talks about the whole thing. She mentions, of course, a very special Christmas album, um, but she also talks about um, Top of the Pops as well the, in the UK and how they they kind of combined. And essentially, what I I think I read was that this was like two different things combined into one. So it was like some of them were recorded for like the UK special, and then about thirty to forty minutes uh, for the American special, and then they just kind of combined them into one long show here. Yeah, uh, and interestingly about top of the pops, uh, back in back in back in quotation marks back in the day, mm-hmm. yeah. um, <laughs> we only had two TV channels here in New Zealand. Oh, okay. TV one and TV two. I mean, inspiring uh, channel names. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, and we didn't have top of the pops. There was only one uh, music show. It was called Ready to Roll. Oh, okay. And yeah, and so some of these songs turned up in Ready to Roll. But not, like I say, we didn't have Top of the Pops. So that whole format that they were using was, mm-hmm. was we didn't have that. Um, Top of the Pops started to be shown here probably mm, mid to late 90s, perhaps. And okay. uh, yeah, so the format became quite, quite, quite familiar and to the point where some of our other local music shows sort of changed to a similar format. But then they quickly dropped away. Shows like that don't last very long over here. 
Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, smaller markets. So. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I imagine um, a lot of the cultural differences as well kind of maybe play into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it only in, it didn't really last in America either. I mean, I guess it was pretty big in Britain because it, it lasted all the way till I believe, 2006. Yeah, uh, yeah. Around there. But here, I, I mean, like I said, I think there was only like 20-something episodes. So it didn't really take... But I think, um, if nothing else, hopefully at least it brought some attention and awareness to the Special Olympics. So that's kind of yeah, Mm yeah. So I think it served its purpose for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this was a there was a lot of interesting tunes in this one. So (laughs) I mean, I don't want to get too uh, technical into the music part of it uh, because apparently Mm. I I do that sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> and people, and, and, and I've been told people's eyes just glaze over. So, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just a drummer, so I don't. There, really you, do there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really interesting because um, they choose to open it with White Christmas, which I mean, that's a great opener. So, like you know, I mentioned before in our time life in my my time life treasury of Christmas episode, that's like the first, that's the opening track of of you know the whole um, compilation. Mm. And um, so I'm used to that starting off Christmas special, but not hearing Bing Crosby do it is a little odd. Uh, in this yeah. case, it's Michael McDonald, which <laughs> I can't. Every time I hear Michael McDonald, I just think of uh, the 40 year old virgin, that movie uh, where yeah. they're working in the store. And it's just like the boss keeps playing that same Michael McDonald video over and over again. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to admit, I am not a fan of Michael McDonald's sound at all though yeah. I, I do like some of the songs he has uh specialed in and i think he's done a bit with christopher cross and, and mm-hmm. a few other artists and that's okay mm-hmm. um when i tried to watch this the first time and then when michael mcdonald came on um i quickly flicked <laughs> to the next song or, or you know skimmed <laughs> until i found the next song right um the first time i pretty much did that through the whole the whole watch just did a bit skipped did a bit did skip and yeah. uh, just to see what was Smart. on there, and then went back and listened to them again right that it was hard to get through Michael McDonald's vision. It was definitely different, especially because uh, he has like this intro with just arpeggiated keyboard. And yeah. it's it's definitely uh, rhythmically different from what you're used to. You know, it's it's not quite straight for. I'm, I mean, it's almost like a. I mean, it's very syncopated, almost triplet kind of feel. And then he's singing over it to like the just the standard white Christmas lyrics. So it, there's almost like a polyrhythm thing kind of going on, which I don't know if it works for this song. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it does. I don't think it does um, either, yeah. No, no. I think out of all the artists on, on this, he's mm-hmm. probably the most 80s. Yeah, I can so see 80s. that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I did, I did make a note that, mm-hmm. uh, that he inserted a little bit of Little Richard there and was, yeah. yeah. He's, what was yeah, he doing? Wop Bob or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Which again didn't fit. Like it no. wasn't an up tempo song. I mean, it just it made yeah. no sense. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like getting into it, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. So uh, same thing. I like Michael McDonald when he's singing, uh, and I think it's a ride like the wind. Is that Christopher Cross yes. song? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which yep. is uh, one of my favorite Christopher Cross tunes. Oh, I, I love yeah. Uh, Christopher Cross is, is uh, stands the test of time. And he does. I, he really does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a couple of his songs are on my standard daily playlist. I listen to them all the time, and I don't just, just don't get sick of them. Um, but uh, I don't know if he did any Christmas stuff. I should look I don't into know. it. We should. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it would have been good if he has. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> new episode idea. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self. Uh, yeah. yeah I, but same here. I liked, um, I liked Michael McDonald when he was with the Doobie brothers. Um, not all the songs, but I, you know, of course um, I, I like, like taking it to the streets. This one's kind of weird because you're right. It, it definitely devolves quickly into like a very eighties um, quasi adult contemporary jazz feel yeah. and of course they have the the 80s the hardcore 80s sax <laughs> yeah it's, it's just the wrong song for him i think i i i completely yeah. agree i think he would have been better suited with um the one that you two sang you know baby uh, baby please come home you know that christmas yeah. song i think that would have yeah. fit his sound perfectly but yeah it just it didn't quite flow i think for that song they an r&b singer would have done it justice 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, I think if he and Kenny Loggins maybe had switched, I think that would have worked out. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen also the Pointer Sisters, you know, who who did one of the, the songs. I think they could have rocked the heck out of it. Yeah. But yeah, it just, it didn't quite work for me. No. And we apologize to any Michael McDonald fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I like Michael McDonald. He actually toured with Steely Dan in like early 73, 74. And there's a, a version, uh, like a reunion where he uh, teamed back up with him to sing Do It Again. And it's like actually really, really good. I mean, I miss <laughs> yeah. like Danny Diaz's guitar, but uh, the whoever their lead guitarist was at the time did a pretty good job too. But it, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that version. <laughs> I don't like his version here. But... Yeah. Good news is he's not the whole act. And so we kind of moved on to John Cougar Mellencamp. I think he was still using the Cougar at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they introduced him as yeah, John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, he sang his song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, which was again yeah. from that album. And this is the standard. It Especially is. It's still played here every year on the radio. Um, here too. At nauseam, I should say. It's yeah. not just once. Here too. It's yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you got to hear it at least once an hour. Yeah. Uh, depending on what else is in their playlist and what radio station you listen to, sometimes yeah. it's actually uh, twice an hour yeah. uh, <laughs> on the same station. But yeah, yeah, same here. It's it's never been my favorite song, like Christmas song. Um, but for some reason, when he sings it, I don't like it even more. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Not, not that I have any. I mean, I like his songs. I do. But yeah. uh it, some something about when he's singing this one, it just kind of creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just I can't yeah. I can't listen to it. Or maybe and it could be because they've played it like so much that I'm just like done with it, you know. But it is. I mean, it's again, like you said, it's a standard song, and he kind of adds a little bit of a rock, almost a southern rock kind of middle America feel to mm. it, which which I, I do dig. I, his voice. I don't know. It just it gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 this this version, I found the awkward. Uh, sorry, the ending extremely awkward when the little girl came the in. Little and girl, sang. I don't know yeah. if it's his daughter. Um, she she couldn't sing. Sorry, no, she was very out of tune. Uh, but but, yeah. but she's like four or five, so that's fine. But the yeah. musicians looked very awkward when she was singing. Yeah, they were I just think. kind of standing around, like looking at her, and yeah, and a couple of them almost looked embarrassed um, because yeah. I think it took a, a reasonably good performance um, down, and it was I like, agree. oh, now it's cheesy. Yeah, yeah now it's I cheesy. Definitely agree. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder what she's doing now. I don't know. I hope she yeah. is a singer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I say, they could have been his daughter. I didn't research at all. Um, I, I didn't on, either on that, but and it yeah, actually was uh, for this particular special. It was kind of hard to find a lot of info on it. Uh, yeah. So I found what I could, and the yeah. rest is kind of just counting on like the songs and the artists because it it was yeah, it's just one of those. Even IMDb barely has anything on the actual special. Yeah. So you know, we'll see what we can do. But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're right. She was, uh, it was, it was cute at first. And then she quickly goes very out of tune and and they're just kind of standing around looking at her. So, but luckily there's uh, so, so one of the things I did like about the special was that uh, every once in a while they'd undercut other musicians, like wish them just wishing you Merry Christmas or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was good. <laughs> it was kind of a nice little break and palate cleanser before you get to the next section. Um, yeah. So the, the first one was the pointer sisters and they actually kind of harmonize uh, which I enjoyed because they they really sing very well. Oh, they're they're and, amazing! Yeah. It's a shame they didn't full uh, do a full song on here. I would have really yeah. enjoyed a full song by them. Yeah, yeah. Especially because the one that they do, they they do that Santa Claus is coming to town and that Jackson Five Motown style. Yep, yeah. Um, but I mean, just their harmonies are great. I think at this point they had their niece. One of the nieces was uh, had replaced the, one of the original sisters. Yeah. But it's them, and then followed by Paul and Linda McCartney, wishing everybody. Yeah. A, uh, <laughs> Again, I I know it's like the not not the most popular song ever, but I I would have liked to have seen him sing his uh simply you know wonderful Christmas time. I, I think that would have been cool, or even a new song, even a standard, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, after that came on, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, he's going to sing it, and but obviously he didn't. But um, yeah, it was just weird to interject a, a big name in Christmas music for, for the day, and you know, yeah. have a song from him. So, it was weird. I think yeah. they just kind of wanted to like. I don't know, just maybe add some or just elevate, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Gravitar. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just give the special a bit of oomph. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Gravitas. Yeah. You're right. So add yeah. some gravitas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's just it's one of those. It was odd. And I also thought we were going to get a Paul uh, song. And I, I think that would have been awesome. Uh, again, I would have loved to see both those acts do songs here, maybe in yeah. place of some of the others. <laughs> exactly. Like like the next one coming up, maybe. Yeah. So Kenny Loggins is next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he made me so frustrated because he had no yeah. idea what he was talking about. Yeah, he had great sentiment, and and I like Kenny Loggins. They they introduce him, you know, Neo Peoples introduces him. He's a Grammy Award or, or uh, you know Academy Award nominee. Um, at this point, he's done, you know, he's done the music to to several big name movies. You know, yep. Uh, so it was it was actually I thought, oh, Kenny Loggins, right on. Uh, yeah. But then he sings "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." But in his introduction, he yeah. talks about how he doesn't remember what movie it's from. He remembers Judy Garland and a little girl. Uh, and he says he thinks that her husband is off at war or their dad's off at war or something like that. And it's not what the movie's about at all. <laughs> no, no, no. And um, he, I think he came up with a movie name, but I'm yelling at, at the screen. No, it's not that. It's Meet Me in St. Louis. <laughs> it's you know? Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. So that was a bit frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh... Um, and then he sings it. And, I mean, he does a decent job with it. It's just. You reckon? I mean, it's just I, I, a standard. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was anything special. Like, I didn't. It's, it's definitely not the best version I've heard. No, no, for sure. No. I, I mean, I didn't cringe as hard as uh, as I did with Michael McDonald's White Christmas. No, the notes I had for that one was it was just slow. It was painfully slow. It was it definitely slow. Tempo a bit, it might have been better. Yeah, or if he brought his sort of rock style to it a bit. I, I agree. It's a slow song typically, but yeah. he could have done something with it. I think. And I think that, I mean, it, you know, it's a lot of it's just him and electric piano at first. And, yeah. and I, I think that what was just wrong with it to me was it was just blah. There was just nothing special about it, yeah. you know? And, yeah, exactly. And so because of that, I mean, I know what you're saying, how it kind of felt, you know, a little more awkward, uh, just wasn't quite as, uh, as powerful as it probably could have been. I mean, Judy Garland sings the heck out of that song. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's hard yeah. to kind of top, but if you're going to get Kenny Loggins, let him do what he does best with stuff like I'm free or footloose or danger zone, you know? Yeah. Uh, but sort I of think, rock it up a bit. Yeah. 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 And I think it could have really done amazingly. Even jingle bells perhaps, but yeah. in, uh, you know, <laughs> that's you right. can just sort of rock that up. That's, yeah. that's right. And then you wouldn't have yeah. to go into the, the why yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even mention the movie, <laughs> Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Kenny Loggins. Yeah, so that one definitely is not a standard over here. No, that one. No. I, I've never even. I don't think I've ever even heard Kenny no. Loggins' version of it before, um, because it's it's the Pretenders' version on the album. Mm. So I don't know if they yeah. just couldn't get the Pretenders to actually come out and sing it or what. But um, yeah, Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I think he would have done better with a, a better song. Uh, I mean, not a better yeah. song, uh, a more up tempo song. Yeah, but I, I get it. You know, for flow, they wanted to slow things down a little bit at this point. Uh, they had, yeah, you know, perhaps it's sort of along the same lines of Michael McDonald. You know, if they both had better songs, mm-hmm. no, yeah, as you say, or maybe yeah, faster or uh, songs to suit their styles, then that would have been a lot better. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, it's almost like they were handed the songs. He'd hear do this one pretty much. Yeah, that's what it yeah. kind of feels like. Yeah, yeah. This next version or this next song was actually recorded. And it was you two singing the song from the album Christmas, uh, Baby, Please Come Home. And I believe they were on tour and they actually recorded it on stage in Louisiana. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that, like definitely a lot of that 80s videos, you know, th- there was like yeah. the masterpieces like Thriller, you know, with with uh, John Landis and the whole the whole to do. But then you yeah. had like a lot of standard 80s videos, which it was just the, the band on stage. <laughs> Yep. And that's exactly what it is, just black and yeah. white on stage. But, yeah. I mean, they sing it, and they sing it really well. And this is another one that's very, very standard here. Like yes, all yeah, the same still, same over here. Yeah. Um, it's not one that, I've, that I particularly like the tune of, but yeah. when I hear it on the radio, it's like, yes, this is Christmas time. Because yes. I expect to hear it. Yes. And when I hear it, it's like, it's like Mariah Carey, and a lot of people know I'm not particularly fond of her song. Yeah. But. When you hear it, you know it's Christmas. You know it's Christmas. It it brings you the feels. Yeah, this song brings me the feels, even though I don't particularly like it that much. It's funny. I've never been a fan. uh, I'm like you. I've never been a fan of the song itself. But whenever I hear it, it reminds me of Gremlins. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not this version. It's a different version. You know, it's the, uh, the original version. But like, it reminds me of that. And so immediately I think of Christmas. 
And then, of course, they play it all the time as well. So it's like a double whammy of Christmas in my face. And so yeah. I, I liked it because it made me feel like this is a Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't Christmassy up to this point. Not really. No. No. Uh, I mean, you could see like uh, little bits and pieces of like a, a tree in the background or something. But I mean, it just it didn't quite feel even though they were singing Christmas songs, it just didn't quite feel Christmas to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, completely exactly. agree with you there. Um, yeah. And so they really, they really brought it home for me there. Yeah. And they, of course they do a good job. It was pre-recorded, So they got a chance to, you know, to just go with it. And yeah. Yeah. So that, so that I, was really I would nice. say it's a turning point of the, of the special. I agree. For me. I, yeah. I, I would agree with that too. Yeah. Uh, Cause the next act really, um, I thought they did a fantastic job. Yes. The Judds and Winter Wonderland. Um, I, I'm surprised. So a couple of things on this one, I didn't include it in my episode of Winter Wonderland because it didn't come up in my searches, um, which is a shame because I actually really enjoyed it. Um, when you get past the 80s hairdos and, and so forth, <laughs> the song itself is really, really pretty. Um, it, it's definitely one of the highlights of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, uh, it makes me think that I should go back and revisit some of the episodes I've done um, and bring in other versions of the songs that, you that should. have come, that would, come to my radar. I'd love yeah. to hear that, yeah. Yeah, so they actually, the Judds actually did have a Christmas album in 1987. It was called Christmas Time with the Judds, um, which was something that I had never heard of before. No, uh, the thing, oh, sorry, the thing with Google and YouTube is uh, they don't bring up everything that they really should. Yeah, you know, yeah, I and, agree. I, yeah, and uh, so that's why it's it's good to see specials like this. It gets on your radar, and then you can start look deep diving deeper mm-hmm. into these albums and. Yeah, so I'll be diving into this one at some point. So it was actually, um, so I mean, now I got to put this on my to-do list as well. <laughs> but it was actually the <laughs> opener of their album, Winter Wonderland. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I always loved The Judge. They had some great songs, of course. Um, and and I always I always liked the way that Naomi and, and Winona harmonized. I thought they always did a fantastic job. Of course, her mom got sick and then ended up kind of leaving. And so Winona went out on her own. But I remember at this time, it was really, uh, this was, was kind of like where they really started just getting real big, you mm. know? And uh, I mean, you think about it, it's kind of a cross, even though they stuck with their country roots, it's almost kind of a crossover uh, point for them, you know, at uh, yeah. now they're, they're singing with like these big dogs here of, of, you know, there's Kenny Loggins, there's Sting, you know, all these, yeah. uh, they're being lumped together with them. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good, big accomplishment there. It is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, but I like how they they stay humble. So there's like a before they sing, there's like a big interview part. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, they're talking about uh, excuse me, they're talking about the presents, the Christmas presents every year, and uh, <laughs> how it it just it made me laugh. Na- Naomi is saying that uh, you know every year the kids would get her slippers, you know, and yeah, may- yeah. maybe a robe too if they really yeah. save their money, you know. <laughs> I I found it really interesting how all the artists that that had their little speeches, mm-hmm. the angles they were all coming at compared to how we live life today, like mm-hmm. with, 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 you know, with COVID and terrorists and everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s, none of that was, right. was, was anywhere. It was a different focus. And when you look back in time and, and listen to people talk with today's mindset, mm-hmm. I find it extremely interesting how the world seemed to be a closer place back then. It did. Does that, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Whereas today, it's even though we're very close with technology and whatnot, we seem to be very separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, you, you think about it. I mean, whenever you you go out to eat, I mean, of course, this is pre-COVID. Uh, you'd go yeah. out to eat and you'd see people at the table all on their phones, not talking to each other. Yeah. So you're right. Even though we've gotten closer, like I'm able to talk to you while you're in New Zealand, we yeah. have gotten farther away. Because yeah. it's, it's literally, you know, you're, you could be sitting right next to someone and not paying any attention to them, which is yeah. a shame when you think about it. It is. It is. And, and just the, the focus of life today, mm-hmm. uh, like if you have a lot of artists that, let's say they did one this year mm-hmm. and they had artists on and they all got them to, to, to do their little speeches, you know, obviously they'd all be wanting world peace. They'd right. all be wanting COVID to go away. They'd all be right. wanting, um, you know, terrorism to... Um, to be squashed and everyone to come together. Right. Because that's how we live now compared to how we lived in the 80s. Right. 
So yeah, I just found it quite interesting to to, to hear their attitudes come across life then compared to life now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> definitely different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then they get on stage and it's just them with a, a guitar, mm. you know, it's like a guitarist and he's mostly just playing chords. He kind of plucks a few things here and there, but a lot of it, uh, there's some passing arpeggios. And then he he does a solo where he um, he plays the melody line, but like in um, with the chords underneath. So it's a very jazzy kind of way to play, but yep. he applies it to this country, you know, kind of folky kind of setting. And uh, of course, without the the extent, the full extended chords, it's just, you know, he sticks with like majors and minors and a few sevenths here and there, but it really works. Mm, and, mm. um, and their voices, they just blend so nice. So like yeah. in the verse, um, or I guess not the verse in the chorus, uh, Naomi's singing like an alto line underneath Winona. And then for the other part, she like jumps up and starts to sing like a, what I guess would be considered like a, a, a tenor line essentially just, uh, so, I mean, I like that with the two voices, they, they have that freedom to really move around. Yeah. Just, yeah. I really like this one. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good song. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I mean, typically the Judds have never been on my uh, radar, mm-hmm. and so when when they introduced themselves, I went, oh, okay, it's another one. <laughs> and even they started, I was like, oh my god, this is uh, this is really good. It is, yeah, it, yeah, they yeah. did a great job. I like yeah. when they're interviewing them; they're sitting in the chairs, and you got like the tree behind them. So yeah, I mean, the it was Christmas just, seating. It really yeah. felt very Christmassy. Yeah, so yeah. I, I enjoyed that part. Um, And then we get another seg here, and this is where we get uh, David Bowie and Carlos Santana. Yeah. Again, cameos that I would have loved to have seen performances. I know. I I think I pretty much rubbed my hands together and went, oh, this will be good. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. The next band. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine if they had sung together? That would have been interesting. That would have been amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, well. Yeah. So yeah, once again we get a tease, but yeah. then we get into the run DMC segment here. Yeah. And again, Neo Peoples introduces them and we kind of get a little interview clip with them as well. They're talking about how they could have sung a uh, sang a song, but yep. they don't really sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they had to come don't up expect with their us own. to sing, do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they wrote their own song and I mean, this song actually means quite a lot to a lot of people, especially mm. in people in, in that uh, area. I mean, it just, it really kind of hits them kind of like the way Feliz Navidad is, is really big for us in the Valley, you know, and that's like, everybody knows that song, you know, we, the, yeah. the kids might not know Jingle Bells, but they'll know Feliz Navidad, you know? Yeah, for sure. And exactly. so, so this is kind of that, that song for a lot of uh, people growing up in that area. And so I, I, I thought it was really cool how they kind of explained it. They're like, yeah, we're just, you know, we just wanted to write something because we couldn't sing and we just wanted to kind of really get that feeling of what it means to have a Christmas, you know, in our neck of the woods. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So, yeah. Yeah. When Once again, when you hear the story behind the songs, it mm-hmm. gives you a different outlook on, on the appreciation of that song. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it came from their point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I always enjoy, even if I don't like the song that much. Um, I always like knowing the point of view, like, how did you write it? Why did you write it? Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, that's the the interesting part, you know? Yeah, and exactly. So they get on stage and the crowd actually really goes wild when they start yeah. singing. <laughs> Compared to some of the other ones, they really go wild there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think they're the same as us. I'm like, yeah, they've turned it around. Here we go. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Michael who? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a great performance. And then they followed it by Sting. <laughs> which What did you think of that? So it was just Sting on stage singing. Yeah, it was pre-recorded as well. It was pre-recorded, yes. Yeah. I, I actually really love his version of this song. Yeah. Because uh, he tries to capture that uh, madrigal style, uh, you know, very uh, Renaissance kind of kind of style to it. Yeah. So I really love his version. I didn't really appreciate that it was uh, pre-recorded. Yeah, you know, I because I, you can tell it's just his backing track and he's just singing over it or or lip syncing over it. Yeah. And I would have liked to have seen him actually do it, do it, do it live, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't uh, heard of this. I've heard of this song, but I hadn't heard Sting's version before. And, oh, okay, uh, what did you yeah, think? I of really, the song really then? enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yet I'm a big police fan, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, this this one had never hit my radar at all. So. 
So this, yeah. uh, he actually released a song in 1985. It was a B-side to, um, oh gosh, what's that album? Um, the Russia one. I can't, I can't think of the, uh-huh. it, it was a solo album. It was after the police yeah. broke up. I can't think of the name of the album at the Not. moment, but so it, um, it wasn't really released or it wasn't really popular until it was put on this a very special Christmas album. And then it really started gaining popularity, but it's one of those, like you hear it and then you hear all the other parts. Cause he's singing all the lines, all the harmonies, yeah. the counter melodies. Well, he's an amazing singer. He is. Yeah. 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 He just, he knocks it out of the park. I think with this yeah. one. so much so that uh, jars of clay, I believe in the early two thousands tried to, to do it themselves. And it's just, yeah, they do a good job, but it's just not, no. it's not the same. It's not sting. No. <laughs> no, his, Sting's voice really brings out, uh, oh, <laughs> like a renaissance sort of feel as you say almost yeah. whimsical but serious at the same time yes and um yeah 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 completely agree. No, I'm, I'm gonna be listening to that one a lot more it's going on this this year's playlist it's a cool song uh yeah. I, I have it on mine for sure yeah yeah so i i really enjoy that one it's been on my playlist uh as well and i kind of I don't know. Every time I hear it, it's just, it, uh, it it's just, it kind of transports me to another world, I guess. It's yeah. just, it, cause just, it's very different from your standard Christmas song or Carol. Um, so I really enjoy it, but yeah, immediately after that, it's followed by Brian Adam, uh, Brian Adams, excuse me. And Clarence Clemens kind of doing their own little cameo Yeah, then, <laughs> again. And then for some reason it kind of cuts to a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and they didn't cut the commercial out, and it was long. It was long. I was like, "Yeah, did it end?" Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, thought it, it ended there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because later on they cut other commercials out. Yeah, but for some reason, like they didn't at this point. So yeah, <laughs> I am. I might be uh, bringing up one of those commercials later on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, none of them are familiar to me. So <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, but after the commercial, we get Kiss. And this was like fully in their 80s stage where they weren't wearing the makeup. Did you like that era of Kiss? Uh, 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 <laughs> or did you like it? I've I never say, really did you like a big it Kiss as fan. Much? Well, that's okay. I've never been a huge Kiss fan either. No, the, but, I did like the 80s phase, um, not because they lost the makeup, but just because it was hair metal style, which is what I was into back then. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they'd released a couple of songs um, like... I want to say Angel, but I keep getting that one wrong. I don't think it's called Angel. Uh, but anyway, there's a couple of hair metal slower songs of these that right. I did really like. So nice. yeah. Yeah. But going back now, um, when they play some of the the older 70s stuff, I certainly mm-hmm. don't turn it off, but it's not heavy anymore. No, no, it's definitely no. not. I mean, the nice. only thing that really made them, you know, heavy, quote unquote, was their makeup, I think, their stage presence. Yeah. The stage presence. Yeah. You hear their songs, they're I mean, they're not at all heavy no. um which it's i mean rock. it's okay it's not even heavy rock it's just rock it's just rock yeah, yeah. you're right about yeah. that yeah yeah uh like you hear acdc and that's like i guess heavy or hard rock i guess you'd say hard rock yeah yeah, yeah. but but yeah definitely not hard rock i'd say at all no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's cool because it introduces i think my favorite one of this whole special which was the bangles with the hazy shade of winter uh i really enjoyed See- this version <laughs> yeah um second favorite song for me um okay Yep, okay. but um, definitely, I, I've always liked this version of the song, no matter who sings it. And yeah. um, um, dare I say, it's hard to take your eyes off Susanna Hoffs. <laughs> you can, <laughs> sorry, you can say it because it's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, uh, they do a very good version of this. I really, I really enjoyed this song. Me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I did an episode on it uh, just a little while ago. It, it's in fact, it's yes. going to air like in two or three days from now. But researching it was like, yeah, I love this song. I love this version because they kind of take the song and they just like amplify it. You know, they just they mm. rock it out. And this is kind of where I wish Kenny Loggins had done his thing with the song, you know, because yeah. you you hear their take on the song uh, and it just it really improved. I mean, not improves it, but it just it takes it in a whole new direction that I can really appreciate. Yeah, you know? definitely. And yeah, uh, so it's not really a Christmas song, though. Not really. What is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they do talk about the Salvation Army band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's Hazy Shadow of Winter. Oh, so. Winter, yeah. yeah uh, so yeah. the song itself was actually written uh, to be a part of the Less Than Zero uh, movie. You know, so it was yep. made to go on their soundtrack. Less Than Zero actually takes place over Christmas break, 
So it's so that uh, magazines. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just it's one of those. So it's kind of like Christmas by association, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. not really a Christmas song, just kind of Christmas like adjacent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the fact that I mean, I, I think I'm probably going to put it now on my Christmas playlist. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because this is an old video being transcribed from video onto digital into YouTube, the sound quality. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't the best. Um, Sound quality for me is extremely important, and it'll put me off a song um, until I hear a better version, and then I can really get into it. Right. And um, yeah, so even though I'd heard the song before and Mm -hmm. I heard how good it sounds, this is still a great performance for me. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell they're actually playing live. Yes. And enjoying it too. Yeah. Yeah. They're really getting into it. Uh, What's her name? Peterson, I don't remember her first name. The guitarist, she really is is uh, rocking yeah, she, it out there. I mean, there's she was a few the notes that are like quarter bands, but yeah, I think she, she was the one on the very left. Yes, she's the blonde girl, isn't she? Yes, blondish. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she was really getting into it. Yeah, so yeah. I I enjoyed that performance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but girl groups, I mean, I you know they get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I like how Neo Peoples kind of introduces them and then like gets snow dropped on their head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they kind of, they're like, okay, it's Christmassy. Uh, yep. But from here we get the final, well, I guess penultimate, I should say technically yep. performance, which is Stevie Nicks. Yes. Again, a, a great performance. She's got that, that alto voice, you know, it's kind of raspy. It's very sultry. Uh, yeah. And she sings the heck out of Silent Night. And I, I like her, you know, she's talking about her and uh, her dad and, and a story, you know, uh, about Santa dropping off like a little baby buggy. And I mean, it's 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 great. It really brought yeah. me into like the Christmas spirit again. Oh, easily. Uh, and this is my number one song on the album. I got you. This um, is that. Yeah, I think this is like my number two. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. I think it's because also this one featured big time in our house when it was released. Uh, I think it was released in 1987 over here at, uh-huh. um, in, in New Zealand and played still to this very day each season. Okay. Um, yeah. And so it takes, it took me right back to, to the eighties. Nice. Um, uh, funny enough. So when dad and his band uh, were sort of previewing songs to play at Christmas time back, back in the day, uh-huh. this song popped up. And okay. they had a female singer in the band as well as a male singer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they played this song. So hence, for that year, it was just played over and over and over and over. As dad was learning <laughs> it, it was over and nice. over. And then the band would come over and they would practice in the kitchen or the or the garage. So yeah. we, we heard it nonstop for ages. I did get sick of it at the time, but yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Stevie Nicks just absolutely kills it. Yeah. She really does. Yeah, yeah. And it's another one of those songs that even if you don't like it. But you hear it, you know it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. gotcha. And so I don't remember this one being played very often over here, this version, which is a shame because I mean, I'd never really heard, I'd heard like bits and pieces of it. I'd never heard the whole thing straight through ever oh, until okay. like uh, about a year ago. And I kind of wish I had. I, I really enjoy it. She nails it. She, yep. uh, and gosh, what's his name? The, the guy that's um, uh, something Robbie Neville. Neville. Yes. Yeah. 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 Robbie Neville. Yeah. Robbie Neville. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he kind of does his own little thing yeah. <laughs> as well. Uh, but I mean, they, they blend well together. The harmonies are on point. Everybody's in tune, which I always is a good thing if you're a professional yep. group. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's just, it was great. A great performance yep. and a, a perfect way to end like the live bits uh, for, for a show like this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it really all happened in the second half. Yeah, I sure. agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if they had just opened a little stronger, I think this actually would have been a very, a very great time. Yeah. You know, forty-five minutes or whatever, however long it was. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. That first half kind of uh, just, brings it down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. It is. You're right. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we get the big send off. Nia kind of does her little outro. And then everyone, yep. all the acts that are there sing, we wish you a Merry Christmas together. Yeah. 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 It's which nice which is a weird song to me. It's like a children's song. Right. So when it the is, adults yeah. sing it and they sing it fast, you know, like yeah, we do. wish you a Merry Christmas. It, it, I don't know. It just always sounds awkward to me. 
<laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you I mean, the six eight, you kind of always have to be careful of your speed because if you go too fast tempo wise, I mean it throws you off like crazy. If you go mm. too slow, same thing, it just drags. And so it's yeah. there's like a sweet spot I've noticed for six eight that it's if it's not in that sweet spot, it can just it, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And it's not much of a serious song. No, I mean, now. you hear, especially yeah. after Silent Night, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good song to end a special on. I get it. I get yeah. why they chose it. I think you're right. If they had just um, maybe done a little bit slower, I think it would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, we get the credits. And as they're playing the credits, they they do that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by uh, The Pretenders, which, yep. again, kind of brings us back to that to that A Very Special Christmas album. I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed it. it. It wasn't like my favorite 45 minutes I've ever spent watching something. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, when, I, though, when I started watching, I was like, this can't get any worse. <laughs> but it didn't. It, yeah, Halfway, yeah. It, it got way better. It did. It, it definitely yeah. upped it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely brought me back. And you're right. The second half was much more Christmassy as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Again, definitely enjoyed that. Um, but, you know, it does make me wonder. I, so there's no real nostalgia for the actual special. But as far as like the songs and maybe the album hmm. go, uh, what would you say would be like your hap, hap, happiest uh, you know, moment or, or memory? Um, based off off what we listened to, it would be the Stevie Nicks. It would be Silent Stevie Night, Nicks, yeah. Stevie Nicks, yeah. yeah. Like I say, the other songs, just what we heard on the radio, but that one was in our, in our house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotcha. know, got in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hear it. Always, yeah, it always brings me back to um, because I would have been seventeen, so I was really big into hair metal, um, yeah, Anthrax, Iron Maiden, nice Motley Crue, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so anything that wasn't that really didn't get much of a look in, Mm -hmm. though it all stuck in the back of my head. So now that I'm older, I can appreciate all that old music that I used to hear, but just didn't appreciate back then. Yeah, Um, but this one always brings me back to just seeing that there learning the song uh with, with multiple cups of coffees and multiple cigarettes because it was the 80s it was know, definitely and, the 80s yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then um it was probably shortly around about this time that i learned to start to play drums because oh, cool. one day um they were all set up in the kitchen it was a fairly decent sized kitchen and mm-hmm. the drum set was sitting there and i've told i think i've mentioned the story before but i'll just touch on it um sure. I'm left-handed and tried to learn guitar right-handed because dad was right-handed, but it just never came natural enough for me to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then one day the drummer said, uh, have a bit of a bash. So I started having a bash on a right-handed kit and it seemed natural for me to play a right-handed kit. Okay. And it just sort of sparked something. And then from there, um, yeah, I sort of carried it on. Nice. Yeah. So it was around about that time. It was like, say so it was late 80s. So it would have mm-hmm. been shortly around about, I don't think it was this year. It would have been maybe the year after or the year after that. So that's cool. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so uh, that's around the, the age I started learning guitar. I, I kind of yeah. learned later in life around 18 as well. Yeah. I wish yeah. I'd also stuck with trying to learn the guitar right-handed, uh, but really uh, I wasn't interested in guitar players or playing. It was. Right. It was, it, and I didn't realize it was drums, but that's what it turned out to be. So cool. Yeah. 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 Well, you're great. Yeah. I, I, you know, whenever you play on Twitch and stuff, I mean, it's always good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Although I get nervous because I'm completely self-taught with so many bad habits. Um, I understand. That, <laughs> yeah. That's just too late because I'm never going to be in a band. So right. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be putting the time and effort in. I'll just work with what I've got. And well, yeah. If we, ever actually... finish our, uh, if we ever finish our, song that we were doing um, oh yeah <laughs> then you're in a band it'll be the the christmas podcast host the christmas podcast <laughs> uh, sorry podcast yeah podcast host. your accent yeah. my accent yeah um <laughs> christmas podcast band um yeah that was just the wrong timing really wasn't it so uh it kind of was uh yeah. i mean but you know i'm still i'm still ready we're gonna in fact i might uh i might enlist you with a, a project that i'm kind of thinking about so to okay. be continued. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mum's the word on that yeah. one. But that's cool. I mean, and I, I'm yeah. the same way. Uh, you know, I, I just kind of played a little something because someone asked me to on uh 
Facebook and then that kind of turned into a couple of songs here and there. Yeah. And same thing. Yeah. I was like, uh, am I speeding up? Am I keeping the right tempo? What am I doing? Am I, am I singing in tune? Oh, well, I'm just going to play. I have a lot exactly. of bad habits as well. So, uh, yeah, I've only really been trained in, uh, instrumental, like, um, low brass music, everything else have been kind of just, uh, well, in orchestration, you know, um, composing, but like everything else is kind of self-taught myself. So yeah, you exactly. Yeah. It's like, um, so even though I'm left-handed, I play right-handed on a right-handed kit, but I lead with my fills with my left hand, not my right hand. Okay. Because that just seems to be the natural way for me to do it. So I've had right. to work around, instead of doing a right, left, right, left, mm-hmm. I do a left, right, left, left. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so, I, so that means I can start again with the crash on my right. Oh, on the one. there you go. Yeah. Okay. So I've had to work with it. Though I can still do a right, left, right, left, but you know, most of the time the left, right, left, left is more natural for me, which That's is a, interestingly mm-hmm. how Ringo Starr plays. Not saying I'm as good as Ringo Starr, obviously, but <laughs> he was left-handed playing a right-handed kit, and he lead with his fills on the left hand. I didn't even know. I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently a lot of left-handers do it. So Cool. Yeah, yeah, and just working with what you've got. That's, you know, sometimes it's just about making it work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've actually had a few people go, what fill was that? And why did you lead with your left hand? It's like, because I'm left-handed and that's just too natural. Yeah. 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 So uh, it just, it is what it is, as I, as I keep saying. So yeah. I, I understand there was a particular yep. uh, picking pattern I used to do whenever I was arpeggiating certain chords. And uh, it's just a little, it's a weird, I mean, I, you know, where I kind of, I'll hit like the D or, or, you know, the, I'll hit the bass note and then I'll go up to like the high E and just kind of pick it downward. Yep. So it's like a very, I don't know, it's just a different way to, or I'll strum the chord and then pick it downward. I mean, so it's not really a particular style. Most people pick with, uh, you know, like Travis picking or uh, uh, what are they called? Chicken picking or stuff like that. And um, yep. so it's not very common. It's just uh, something that I've always done. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, it just, it, like you said, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the job done. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call Gag Me with the Spoon. So this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the uh, the special or episode. As a guest, I'll let you go first. I forgot you did this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> then I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, so I actually kind of cheated. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't pick any singing part. I, I picked a spoken part. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And so I actually picked one of the commercials that wasn't cut out. <laughs> oh, what? That's che- that is cheating. <laughs> but I'll so, let you have it. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was for the... Uh, for ban which was a deodorant i don't know if you're i don't even remember i I vaguely remember ban it's like a roll-on kind of deodorant oh yeah (laughs) yeah i remember the ad that that i just saw but uh yeah we didn't have that brand over here i gotcha yeah and so it was like a like a fashion show and so the the model's getting ready and so you know they're like okay well hold on so they're like putting the ban on her really quickly (laughs) and the, the the announcer guy's like isn't she ready yet they're waiting. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> come on. That's <laughs> so, yeah, I cheated. I, I totally cheated. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Good times. But good times. Good times. Anyway. So I'm gonna do my impersonation of Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, one, I can't sing anyway, but two and two, I can't do impressions. So this is probably just going to come out as me singing White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Well, and Michael McDonald's hard to do because you got, you kind of got to do that like lower baritone kind of voice. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably going to sound uh, like Elvis probably. I don't know. That's okay. We <laughs> like right, Elvis. So I'll do a couple of lines. So. Okay. Go for it. I'm dreaming. Of a white Christmas. Nice, yeah. Just like the ones I used to know. There you go. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. And yeah. I know it sounded nothing like him, but. Michael McDonald, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We got the yeah. real Michael McDonald here. No, I'm just... <laughs> and I don't know why I had my hands like a shape of a cup when I was singing like that. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. Re- reaching up to the heavens. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man good stuff yeah <laughs> he's hard to do though i mean because his voice is so unique 
Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of singers out there that it's like, OK, their voice is generic enough. You can kind of get it. But he's one of those like Ozzy Osbourne to me always has like a very unique kind of voice. Mm. Uh, and yeah. He's another one that is just like you hear it. It's like, that's yeah, Michael McDonald, you know. Yeah. You, just, you know immediately who it is. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even when he's in, in other mixes, you know, like with Christopher Cross and whatnot, mm-hmm. you go, yeah, I know their voice. That's, a, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I just recently uh, learned how to play that song. Uh, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. like the wind. Yeah, it was just one of those. I was one day I heard it on the radio. I was like, I should play that song. I love this song. How come I never yeah. tried to play it before? So I just I figured it out real quick. And uh, yeah, same thing as you hear Michael McDonald's voice. You're like, yeah, that's Michael McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. But, you know, I got to ask uh, G.I. Joe. They taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? Getting out of bed in the morning and tuning up. <laughs> good point yeah which is really hard to do right now <laughs> sometimes it's very hard to do <laughs> yeah well uh, especially today uh, we had daylight savings we're into daylight savings here. oh okay yeah so um we had to put our clocks forward an hour mm. so yeah so you lose an so hour this sleep. morning was very hard to get yeah. out of bed i got you yeah we're getting yeah. ready uh in about a month to fall backwards and in, in, oh uh, yes yeah so yeah I like yeah. that one. That's a good one. <laughs> you gain an hour of sleep, so I'll take it any day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's good. For me, the other half is, uh, you know, getting snow dumped on your head while hosting a live Christmas show. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well, right? Might as well. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, this has been fun. Um, but, like, tell me about your show. What do you want to plug? So, Tinsel Tunes has been around now. This is my fourth year. And... Um, I once we're finished here, I'll be finishing editing this month's episode to release in a day or so. A little bit late this month, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on Country Christmas. Oh, nice. so yeah. So most people have probably heard that by now when you release this episode. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about. Oh that. yeah. At this point, it's been yeah. uh, it's been about three or four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So um, you're getting big into the episodes for this year, and so you're constantly working on all the episodes. And they can easily be found with a Google search, just Tinsel Tunes Podcast. Uh, my webpage, tinseltunes.com, will come up, but any of the podcast uh, services, yeah, if you just type Tinsel Tunes Podcast, it pops up. Right. Uh, on. Sometimes if you just go Tinsel Tunes, it doesn't quite pop up because there's playlists out there. Oh, yeah. On Apple and, yeah. So you've got Makes to put sense. the word podcast, but okay. Google will always bring up the website first. So cool. Yeah. And what about the, Social media, uh, where can they find you on social media? So the only social media that I'm active at is Facebook. Okay. Uh, I do have an Instagram account and I do have Twitter, but I really don't use those. Gotcha. Um, so it's really Facebook safe. Uh, Tinsel Tunes has the Facebook page mm-hmm. and a Facebook group. And a group, um, yeah. Yep. And uh, so those are the best places um, we all find me on the social media side. Um, I do have a TikTok, which is my personal one, which I'm going to start maybe incorporating Christmas stuff in. Cool. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens because it's a bit of a weird one, that one. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see because sometimes you put a lot of effort into a little 30 second clip mm-hmm. and it gets no traction. So you wonder, well, I could have spent that time on something, else, something like else. Yeah. Producing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for the rest of the year, we're going to be focusing on some of the older standards in the histories of those. Cool. And depending yeah. on my time, I also want to release some drum covers for Christmas songs. Nice. Um, they take a bit of time. So just depending on time is how many of those I get out. Um, there'll be at least the one episode of the podcast each month. Um, I hope to do bonus ones, but we'll just have to play that one by ear because of the light display as well. You know, right. that's, that's mm-hmm. taking a lot of time. That's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be extremely busy. And it's just the case. And I have uh, started gaming um, with a new laptop. Nice. So I have to sort of think to myself, what do I want to do this evening? Podcast, lights, <laughs> gaming, drumming. <laughs> so I've got, I've, yeah. it's good to have options. I mean, if you're it's in got like a, a yeah. lockdown, might as well, you know. Yeah. So when people ask me, do you have a hobby? Right, right. Sit down, because um, this is going to take some time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, check out yeah. Tinsel Tunes. It's amazing. It's uh, you learn so much, and you hear some great songs and or versions of songs that you might n- have never heard before. Uh, I liked your uh, Feliz Navidad one. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's really, yep. really cool. 
I'm still uh, struggling to get a good sound quality out of my microphone because uh, it's the technical side of podcasting is is quite the challenge at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, and I just have like a little cheapy microphone, so uh, it's one of those where if it's like just straight and I don't do anything to it, it sounds pretty decent. And then like yep. as soon as you start putting in um, different filters and and noise reduction and stuff, it actually seems to get worse a little bit. Yeah, uh, but it helps everybody else's. So it's like, okay, if my mic's not that great, that's okay. I don't mind. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, a couple of years ago, I, I purchased the Blue Yeti, which is what I'm using now. Okay. And it's, it's a struggle to get a constant sound out of it. If I'm too close, it's really sensitive. Come back, it's really sensitive. And so you fix it with filters. Next time you record podcasts, it sounds completely different. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. like it doesn't. Yeah. So, but that's fine. It's fine. We make it work, don't we? Yeah. Yep. One more time and I'll believe you. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I I definitely get it. Uh, Editing. It's a lot of fun, though. Editing is like the one thing that I really don't like to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. But it, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, sometimes I think I should hire an editor and then I can put out more episodes, but then uh, I don't make money from this. So, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, the <laughs> exactly. editor will have to work for free. That's right. <laughs> Just get an intern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no job at the end of it, but uh, yeah, gives you some good life skills. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little practice for your next, uh, your big producer gig. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Dwayne, it's been a blast talking with you. It's been a lot of fun. Same. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we got to do this again sometime. Maybe we'll talk about the Judd's Christmas album. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely one that I'm going to be looking into. So let's put it on the on the calendar for early next year. Sure. Sounds, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, I'll end it by saying... We wish you Feliz Navidad everywhere. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Kiss, wishing us a very Merry Christmas, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Uh, uh, don't forget to check out our bonus episodes and our new Tee Public shop. Later, dudes. Hi, everyone. I'm Dwayne from the Tinsel Tunes podcast. And I have a questionably unhealthy obsession with Christmas. And I love Christmas music. So come with me on a journey as I go into detail about the history and stories behind a wide range of Christmas music. For instance, did you know that Silent Night has the honour of being the most recorded Christmas song of all time? And it has been recorded over 137,000 times by separate artists. Or that White Christmas was actually written in the height of summer. Each song, either recent or a golden oldie, has a background and I want to share them with you. Come join us for our second season and listen at tinseltunes.com. We are on all the main podcast services, or you can find us with a simple Google search. Also follow us on all the social networking platforms, and I hope to interact with you soon.